the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And our guest in studio is Mr. Breitbart.com. He is Alex Marlowe. He makes everything happen. He is the last line of defense at Breitbart. Follow him, Alex Marlowe. No E, just M-A-R-L-O-W. Alex is a friend of mine. known him a long time. I was national security editor at Breitbart. And he's... He's the consummate professional, always very measured, very in control, <laughs> uh, unless it's a discussion of his dog or his new child. But then he came in from the green room today. He was the Cheshire Cat. A, he looks like Magnum P.I. I've never seen him in one of those banana shirts in his Hawaii, Hawaii shirt. And he had this massive grin. Why are you so happy today, Alex Marlowe? You know, Dr. G, we don't always get a fun news day. And as always, thank you for having me. I really enjoy being sure. here. Uh, the, you don't always get a fun news day. but today Oh, come on. The last two and a half years have been pretty fun. We've got a lot of fun news days. <laughs> but we, we got one today. We, we got one. This has been a blast. Because anyone who understands the president, which is why it's, it just so happens I was slated to be in the show today anyway, uh, you could have timed it better. Because for people who understand Donald Trump, who have a even a vague sense and even people who care about how he thinks. I think the news cycle over the last day and a half fits a very simple pattern. And, and, and it, it tells you everything you need to know about the last three years. It does. And right? the left and how uh, there is an utter lack of curiosity by uh, the p- people who keep losing. You know, Trump's doing all the winning, will never get sick of winning. The people <laughs> who are doing all the losing, they don't even have an interest in figuring out why do they keep getting trumped over and over again? And they got trumped again. They thought they were going to get him. They thought this is the time we're going to get the drump. We're going to get the orange man. And now it's just backfiring big league, in my opinion. But, Dr. G, I, I would love to hear your take. No, and no, 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 no. You are the guest in studio. I want MrBreitbart.com to unpack it. Then I'll give you my take as a guy who worked for the bad orange man. Okay. So uh, my thought was when he sent out those tweets yesterday morning that they're uh, on their own, a little caustic. A little hard to defend at a polite dinner table. But they are Trump. But they're, they're, they're vintage <laughs> Trump. That's his voice. And what's the essence of the tweet? He was trying to back, or if, whether he knows it or not, I'm not going to play 3D chess here, but okay. whether he knows it or not, he was backing the entirety of the Democratic caucus into a corner where they were forced to choose between the president and AOC. And so now... Oh, hang on, hang on. Yeah. I'm, I want to hear the whole thing. Between the president and AOC or between America... America. America. That's right. That's right. And so the president was staking his claim as I am the guy who defends this country unwaveringly. And I'm calling out the people who for a living crap on this country. I think I'm allowed to say that. Is that that word okay? Okay. That's as far as I'll go. I promise. So the the and that's what they do. And they don't have anything nice to say about this country. They absolutely hate Israel. And if you notice in his tweet, the way it was worded, the first three from yesterday morning with the go back to your country tweet. First of all, he never tells him to go back. It's sort of a suggestion that if you right. hate it here so much... Why don't you it, go and fix... It, it's an option. Right. And he was talking about presumably four women. Only one is an immigrant. So this is the Selena, the Selena Zito quote that the, the, the mistake is to take Trump 
uh, literally yes. and not seriously. Right, right. He, he gave a tell there. There was a tell yes. that because he can't jump. Not, jump on this one. This is the bait. Yes. Jump on this one. Exactly. It, there's three Americans who he's going to say send back to your country. <laughs> it's like I, obviously I mean, that's not what he meant. And of course, the idea that he doesn't know where they came from. It's just ridiculous. And he's going to this is a guy who never forgets anything. If if you cross him, he will never forget it. The idea that he doesn't know where Ashley comes from, he doesn't know where you know Rashida Talib comes from, but he he hung that little worm there out on the hook, and the great white bit. Yeah, that's right. And all of them bit. Virtually every presidential candidate just total Pelosi. meltdown. In, in uh, Pelosi herself, uh, total meltdowns at the Netroots Nation. Total meltdowns at the uh, in Hollywood. And the tweets keep coming in. And then he defined it last night with more tweets. They speak badly about this country. They hate Israel. I love this country. And that was the implication. He doesn't even say you're with me or against me. The implication is clear, is that the Democrats are letting themselves be defined by people who make a living crapping on the United States of America. And Trump says, I'm the alternative to that. Let's, let's listen to what he said just today about not just America, but about Israel. And this is exactly what he did. He painted them, the DNC, Nancy, all of them into a corner. Let's go back and play cut one. Leroy, cut one. I mean, I look at the one, I look at Omar. I don't know. I never met her. I hear the way she talks about Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda has killed many Americans. When I think of America, huh? when I think of Al-Qaeda, I can hold my chest out. When she talked about the World Trade Center being knocked down, some people, you remember the famous some people. Uh, These are people that, in my opinion, hate our country. Now, you can say what you want, but get a list of all of the statements they've made. And all I'm saying that if they're not happy here, they can leave. When I hear people speaking about how wonderful Al-Qaeda is, when I hear the statements that they've made, and in one case you have somebody that comes from Somalia, which is a failed government, a failed state, who left Somalia, who ultimately came here, and now is a congresswoman who's never happy, says horrible things about Israel, hates Israel, hates Jews, hates Jews. It's very simple. But the people have to know. And politicians can't be afraid to take them on. And now all of America is going to check whether or not these people hate the Jews. People are totally apolitical are going to Google Ilhan Omar and anti-Semitism, right? Isn't it just genius? Yes, that's right. They're going to look up who she is, and she's going to be defined as the president of the United States says you hate the Jews, and you're not going to have a good defense on it. <laughs> and his phraseology is very, is very uh, specific. He says these people hate America. And now they're on defensive, and they have to explain why if they don't hate America, that's not a good position to be in. When they're starting from the premise, prove or disprove, you, you love this country, even though you're elected to serve it. Right. And president's got the guy with the, with, with the stealth bombers. He's the one with the <laughs> stealth bombers flying over on July 4th while he gives a great history lecture. Right. So uh, if he... If that, and calling him a white supremacist, is that going to defuse the criticism of no, them being anti-Semites? We've been hearing that for three years. And his, right. his poll numbers are the highest they've been in some polls. Some polls he's at a record at this level. So it's obviously calling the orange man a racist, uh, not, a, not a great strategy. It doesn't seem to be at least pulling anyone in at this point. And he is now back all the Democratic candidates, Nancy Pelosi. Now they're in a position where they're defending the indefensible Ilhan Omar. And then let's just play for those who missed it. This is what she did. This is what Omar did in that weird interview where she laughed 
about Al-Qaeda. Cut five. When I was in college, I took uh, a terrorism class. Every time the, the, the professor said Al-Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders yeah. went up and, you know. Yeah, he's in command like, here. Al-Qaeda, you know, hospital. You don't say America with an yeah. intensity. You yeah. don't say England with yeah. an intensity. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't say um, the army with an intensity. Not a good look, right? Not a great look at all. I am. This is again what people are going to be explaining who hadn't heard of Ilhan Omar. The president is completely conquering the social media multiverse, but the left keeps on lying. We have an un, truly unbelievable audio cut from Senator, what does he call her? Focahontas, Elizabeth Warren. And I, I have to get your take on this, Alex. Play cut eight. To anyone out there who's working in this system, you abuse immigrants, you physically abuse immigrants, you sexually abuse immigrants, you fail to get the medical care that they need, you break the law of the United States of America. Yeah. Now, I, I know the, I know CBP, 51% of them are Hispanic, and they are honorable people trying to do a bad job, a tough job. What's your reaction to Elizabeth Warren saying they're raping and assaulting immigrants? Yeah, a few uh, reactions to it. Uh, first of all, the suggestion that she cares about the law when <laughs> literally she's inviting people she's inviting people right. to cross our border, and she does not want it to be a crime. Uh, and that the medical care, uh, you think their medical care is superior uh, where, where they come from than what they're getting from the United States, who uh, gives them care and doesn't ask twice about it, and in fact gets shamed by our media and political class if they don't. Uh, but the, the sexual abuse thing is very striking. And uh, of course, we can snark on it. But the the mechanics of this migrant crisis is it all comes from the cartels, which we talked about a lot when you were with me at, at Breitbart. And we've been reporting on this for half a decade, which is that it's all part of a network. It's part of a factory line that starts in Central America, where the cartels, they buy off government, they buy off law enforcement, they smuggle human beings and drugs up into the United States, they find uh, the coyotes, which is Trump's favorite part of, of the chain, <laughs> he likes to know the coyotes, to place people here in the United States, and they send money back to the cartels, and it creates a gigantic multi-multi-billion-dollar industry. And part of that industry is sex slavery, human trafficking. And for her to act like it's the Customs and Border people who are the threat to human trafficking, the majority of the girls or the young women who come up in these caravans are abused abused along the way to some degree, and many of them serially raped. So this is – you have Brandon Darby at Breitbart who does incredible reporting on this. And this is why – Alex Marlow, this isn't politics. This is a moral question, yes. what she's doing. Because she's what she's saying actually protects the real abusers, protects the cartels, will perpetuate the abuse of children. And she's undermining those who are trying to stop it. This, this, is, a, this is a moral um, dividing line. Comes back to what the president said. She hates this country. She she hates this country. You can't behave this way and talk about our law enforcement, the people who are trying to protect our border. What could could you have a country without a border? I don't know if you do have a country without a border. And she thinks those who are trying to protect it are all rapists. It is the reverse of Trump saying there are rapists and murderers coming over the border. Aside from Trump immediately clarified it and said, but there are good people too. Right. Well, Warren didn't say that. She just says they're getting abused. They're getting abused by our federal officials. It's the government that's the problem. Now it's, it's hard to do this from the outside. We've got a minute and a half left. Sure. Is she doing this with, with your acumen, what you've been doing for so long at Breitbart and before? Is this because she truly believes? Is this for the radical base for the primary? Why is she doing something that is 
totally, not immoral, totally amoral, without moral content, it is actually evil? Yeah, it's a tough question, and I think every candidate would have a different answer. But with her, I do think she's a true believer. I think she's a very confused person. I think a lot of her positions don't square with other positions she has, which we could break down at, a, at another time. Uh, but I think overall, she believes what she's saying. I think she's genuine. I think she genuinely hates our law enforcement people at the border and thinks they're rapists. It's disgusting. There, there is no other word for it except disgusting. We've been talking to Alex Marlowe. Um, did you catch the Rose Garden on Thursday? I caught some of it. I actually had to miss some of it because I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, the president of the United States, when he speaks, he can get a little windy. So even though we, we went to the... We my, went to, are you talking about my old boss? Disrespectfully? I, I, I am. Well, not, I don't think so. I think it's, it's, it's a loving it's a loving rib. Um, but the, the we enjoyed the, the tech summit, which I thought was pretty fun. I think also uh, misunderstood. A lot of the yes. people on the right wanted it to be kind of a laying out what the vision is for how to take on the masters of the universe, uh, which I, I didn't think that was going to happen. I talked to enough people in the Senate and in the White House to know that they're, they're not fully prepared for that. No. But, they, but they, it was important they to get us be, in the room. Yeah, they want to be. Uh, the, the president wanted to communicate with a lot of people online who don't get any attention right. or credibility or credit, and they, they do a lot to get the word out. And he wanted to get them in the room, and they put on a show and talked to them a little bit about tech bias. It, See, it was a nice day. It was not a big deal, but it was right. a nice day. It went very long, so I was in transit. And, uh, but I saw some things went down with you, my good friend. Yeah, we had fun. It was a good news day. My producer told me a few weeks back, hey, can't you get back in the news? And I said, hey, Mr. G, that's not how it works. But, you know, sometimes events occur and one reacts. The individual I had an altercation with or almost came to fisticuffs with is called Brian Karem. He yeah. works for Playboy and is a CNN talking head. Uh, I have to thank one of my callers, one of my listeners. The first person to call in on our show back in January caught Brian Karem on a left-wing podcast. And he sent me the time and the place oh and the audio link. And I want to play with to you what Brian Karem said when he was challenged, challenged by my caller, my listener on this show. This is cut seven. Uh, this is Brian Karim being challenged with regards to what really happened with me in the Rose Garden. Well, what uh, Dr. Gorka said this evening on Ben Shapiro's show is after he asked Trump about taking questions and right. Trump walked off, he said he's just an effing moron in front, and everybody heard it. All right, so let me let me let me let, let me ask Brian. Brian, was that said, and is that on tape anywhere? Hell, if I know, <laughs> or heck, if I know. Oh, there you go. So you didn't? You, did, did, you, did you say it, Brian, or not? Uh, about the president? Yes. Did you say that yesterday? No, if I and, and I don't recall yes ever. Or no. that. Yes or no? Hold on a second. Let me hear an answer. I can, John, it's not that I don't want to get an answer. I just can't hear Brian. I I, I don't recall calling the president hey, that. Hold on, Brian. Okay. John, John, I'm going to put John in. I've got to put you on hold because I want to hear Brian. Yeah, so Brian, you don't recall or you didn't say it or what? I don't recall saying it. I don't think I said it. Okay. Let, let, let's stop with that. Let's stop with that. Uh, let, look, I said it, I um, if you'd call the president an effing moron, would you have remembered it, Alex? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you think you would have remembered yeah, it? I, I think that, that one might stick stick in your head for a little bit. So what does that make you think about this guy? No, there's something wrong with him. There's something very wrong with him. And you could tell if you look at the extended footage of his interaction with you and with um, Joy Villa and with James O'Keefe and all these Brandon people Tatum, who, are, right. who are at the summit in, in succession, uh, he's definitely – there's something wrong with this guy because he, at the same time, uh, attacks – 
journalists as being, I, I guess, demonic. I think he suggested we were close to being demonically you know, possessed. Yeah, demonically possessed. And then we lack copy editors. That was his complaint <laughs> about Joy Villa. The, the the real problem with her is she hasn't had. You don't people. have a staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People proofreading for her yeah. is the reason why she's not legitimate. And I have to tell you that if that is the standard, I mean, this is the exact elitism, the snobbery, the looking down on the public that just like everything else we've talked about today, Dr. G, the left keeps wanting this stuff to work for them to say you don't have enough copy editors. They, they <laughs> want that to work so badly. It just backfires. But isn't that good for places like Breitbart.com? Yes. And for talk radio and for the president, all all of the, 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 the big three, as it were. No, <laughs> that is the big three. Breitbart, <laughs> Rush Limbaugh, Talk Radio, America First, and the president. That is the triumvirate. We love yeah, it. That's it. Um, they have drawn zero requisite conclusions in the last three years. Yes. I mean, the legacy press, as far as you look, let, let, let's take ourselves out of the equation, Thursday and everything else. Have you seen any attempt, Alex Marlow, in the last three years to rectify bias from what is clearly a massively corrupt media enterprise? Yeah, of all the mistakes the left has made is they've decided that we're just going to call people racist and not have a platform and just declare everyone who disagrees with us racist and declare us the victims of their racism. And and that'll be enough, even though there's no evidence that that's convincing anyone. In fact, there's evidence that it's not convincing people. Uh, uh, that's number one. And number two is on in their own side of things, really overindulging the far left flank of their party. I mean, I got to tell you right now, Dr. G, I think when Joe Biden was asked, along with the other Democrats, do you want health care for foreigners? Taxpayer funded health care. Do you want taxpayers to fund health care for foreigners who enter the country illegally? And uh, I think if he stopped everyone and said, everyone, put your hands down. This is a trap. We're all going to lose if we put our hands up right now. Do not put your hand up. I think he would have sewn up the election and he would have immediately been the the nomination been a viable candidate against President Trump in that moment. Instead, his hand flies up. I, I bet he didn't even hear the question because he's getting so senile. <laughs> Alex Marlow, will you please promise me and our listeners never to become a strategic advisor for the Democrats? Uh, I, I promise you that. Okay. That's not going to happen. On, on, on Larry Elder's soul, on Steve Miller's friendship, do not do it, okay? Yes, that's not going to happen. Because no, but that it, is, if he'd done that, Wow. But here's the thing, Dr. But G. nobody in the DNC is going to go. Nobody. How many hundreds of hours of there are you and, and probably a couple thousand hours of me on radio talking through this stuff? The left cared. Like, <laughs> would you want to understand what the Trump base is thinking? Right. This is basically what they're right. – this is how they're and, receiving and, and, it. And, it's, and we've got 30 seconds left, and I've said it before, and I really hope they're not listening. If they want to challenge the president, they have to win back the working class. Yes, they do. And everything they do is the – I'm not even going to tell them what they need to do. Everything they do redistances themselves from the working class, and it is delicious to watch. And that's also why we love Breitbart. He is Alex Marlow. We've been talking to Alex Marlow. Follow him at Alex Marlow on Twitter. Go to Breitbart.com. Download the app because it is where you should start your day before you're doing your show prep for America First. That's where I start. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.